Girl, I'm so glad you're here. I know you're crazy busy. So before we get started, I want to give you a gift. It's my new guide called, wait for it, redeem your time in just five minutes. You may need this if you've ever felt like you're being pulled in too many directions. You know how it is. You do a little of this, then a little of that, and you get whiplash from trying to do all the things that seem to all matter all at the same time. Your faith, your relationships, your work or business, your household, and who has time for fun anymore? So instead of throwing up your hands in exhaustion and opting for scrolling or binging, because let's be honest, who hasn't been there? Set a timer for five minutes, open up this guide and go through these five simple steps. And I promise you'll know exactly where to put your focus right now. So you don't waste any more time on less important things. Give me five minutes and I'll give you back hours in your life. Sound amazing? I know you're here to make an impact for him. So let's redeem your time, my friend. Head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash five, and I'll whisk it off to your inbox ASAP. And if you're multitasking, because who doesn't these days, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. Hey girl, I see you. You long to live fully present, to redeem your time as a faith-led woman, but you feel yourself pulled in so many directions, you're spread way too thin more often than not. And you find that life hits you from all sides, keeping you busy beyond belief, double-minded and distracted. You are not alone. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just juggling all the things, yet you can't seem to pause the noise long enough to discover what that is. So you just keep doing more, thinking you're not doing enough or that you're not enough. But somewhere inside, you hear that quiet voice whisper, that's not the life he intends for you. True that. Hey friend, I'm Lissa fellow sister in Christ, wife, empty nester, and recovering to-do list girl. After trying to keep all the balls in the air for too long, I was exhausted. But I finally let go of doing all the things, and that's when God showed me how to redeem my time for Him. Warning, His plans are always better than ours. Imagine redefining your God-given purpose to focus on what matters most in your stage of life, realigning your schedule to create space to invest where it counts, and redeeming how you live each day to make a bigger impact for eternity. And maybe you're doing it all in your favorite holy jeans and Jesus Saves graphic tee. This is the podcast for you, my friend. Grab a cup of joe, brew yourself some tea, or mix up a fizzy. And be sure to grab your journal or your notes app, because we're going to get to work. I pray this both blesses and challenges you. Are you ready? Hey, friend. If you're listening to this in real time, it's the first week of January, 2023. So how are you doing with your new year's resolutions? Remember every day you do something to move towards who God wants you to be is a win. And like I reminded you in episode 95, new habits are hardest at the beginning, but good news, they get easier each time you do them. So don't give up. But as I'm saying this, I'm wondering if there's someone listening who's like the way I used to be. I was sick and tired of setting New Year's resolutions or goals or whatever you want to call them, and then not showing up for myself and not following through again and again, to the point that I gave up on even setting them. Why bother when you know you'll just end up in the same place yet another year? If I'm speaking to you, I want to give you hope that it doesn't have to be that way. And I truly don't believe that God wants us to stay the same person in the same place year after year. 
That's like the servant in Matthew 25, who took the talents his master gave him and buried them in the ground. Needless to say, it did not benefit the master's purposes in any way. God has redeemed you as his child and has put you here for such a time as this. So what are you doing with the time that he's given you to invest in kingdom purposes? You're either moving forwards towards who he's calling you to be, or you're moving backward. There's really no neutral. So perhaps today, I will give you a renewed perspective. On today's episode, we will address the top three reasons that goals don't find their fulfillment in a simple formula to, you can start using to make them stick. Because you don't want to be sitting at the end of a year, a season, a month, a week, even a day, and not see growth, right? Me either. So let's dive in with a quick look back at what we've covered to lay the foundation. Do you have your journal or your notes app ready? If you recall, way back on episode 90, we did some reflection with a year in review. If you didn't use the eight questions to look back at 2022, I highly recommend taking time to do that now. Reflection always gives us some perspective and helps us put that GPS pin on our current location. Then last week on episode 94, which I called part one, we started to focus our attention and talked about how to create a with God vision in the eight areas of attention, your faith walk, family, friendships, service, stewardship, wellness, passions, and dwelling. I challenge you to take a few minutes in each area to prayerfully write out what God is calling you to be and do in that part of your life in the next year. This step is like putting your destination in your GPS so your device can give you the route options to choose from. Again, if you've not gone through that workshop style episode, I highly recommend you do. And let me just pause and hint at one more new thing that's coming soon, the Redeem Her Time Plan. It's a 12-week system with support to help you work through these steps and then more to practically apply them to your time. So stay tuned. Today, we're moving on to step two, where we will reflect on your intentions. Do you hear the shun pattern? Reflection, attention, intention. I like to create patterns so things stick in my brain and I trust it helps you too. Spoiler alert, the next shun is implementation. So keep coming back for more. I just wanna say a side note here. The words intention and goal can be interchanged. I kinda like the word intention because then that originates from inside you and moves you toward an intended outcome. And for those people like me who got burned out on the word goal, or at least associate it with all the goals you've missed in the past, That way you don't have that negative bias. Is that how you feel too? Let's not focus on the past when you've not followed through. Let's focus on where you are now and where God is calling you to be moving forward. Sound good? So before I teach you the formula for setting intentions that stick and actually happen, let's take a quick look at why most intentions or goals die so quickly. I see three reasons. See which ones you've experienced. And don't feel bad if it's all the above. Reason number one, you had too many intentions or goals. We talked about this just a few days ago in episode 95. If you try to take on the world, pretty soon balls will drop and so will you. So instead of trying to make monumental changes in all eight areas of attention, use the one thing question that I shared on that episode. 
And as a review, here it is again. But I definitely recommend listening to that one to get all the other juicy nuggets. Here's the question. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary? Just pick one intention, goal, or habit to focus on, create consistency, and build into a routine. And then you can go back and pick up the next one. Wow. As someone who always wants to improve myself, people, and the world around me, I wish I'd been given that piece of advice a long time ago. But now you've got it. So just focus on your one thing at a time. Reason number two that most goals or intentions die early. You set intentions or goals that were too big. I know, I know. When we get excited, myself included, we tend to go big or go home. When it comes to your with God vision, bigger is better. But when it comes to your intentions and goals, you want to aim small. Why? Wouldn't shooting for the moon ensure that you hit the stars? Yes and no. Too big can be too overwhelming to even start. It can feel like you have to muster a lot of motivation and resources, or you lose steam along the way because it's taking way too much time. And sometimes too big makes it hard to know if you've even hit the bullseye. If this is you, hold tight, because the formula I'm gonna share with you will help you to not fall into this too big trap either. And reason number three, that most things die is that your intentions or goals are not set the right way. Now, I know there's not technically a manual on how to do this, but we've all learned from experience how not to do it, right? Take, for example, a popular goal at the start of the year, get healthier, good area of attention. But what exactly is your intention and how will you know if you're making progress and how will you even know when you've reached the goal? Something like, I will get healthier this year, by he- this year by eating whole foods, drinking water, and exercising regularly is way better, but still not quite the right way, because there's a better way. Are you ready for it? How do you set intentions or goals that stick? Here's the deal. You make them sticky. S-T-I-C-K. Sticky. I've created a formula for busy, faith-led women like you who are frustrated with the start, stop, drop cycle of goals and good intentions in the past, and tired of showing up to yet another year, defeated from burying your talents in the ground while longing to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Let's make 2023 different by making your intentions sticky. So you're gonna need your journal or your notes app. Once you have them, let's dive in. First, let me give you the entire formula, then we'll go back and break it down in each part so you can better apply it. I can't wait to hear the difference that this makes for you. So here it is. Specific, time-based, important, challenging, kingdom-driven. I'll say it again, and then we'll break it down. Specific, time-based, important, challenging, kingdom-driven. So let's see how this works. S is for specific. This ties back to the too big and wrong way reasons we just talked about. When you make sure that your intention or goal is specific, then you won't get lost in the sea of generalities or in the how close is enough conundrum. So back to our example of get healthy. That is way too general. So let's make it specific. What is one specific way that you will measure your health? Maybe it's in relation to your water intake, because we all know 
that drinking water helps with blood flow, waste removal, mental clarity, even weight loss, right? So perhaps your intention is to drink one gallon of water per day. That is way more specific than get healthy, don't you think? And if it includes a number, it makes it even easier to measure. Like doing your Pilates app four days a week. We're getting better on our get healthy goal, but let's not stop there. T is for time-based. As one of my mentors always says, if you don't put a date or a time on it, it probably won't happen. That's because good intentions don't take action on their own. They need a space on your calendar to live so they will get the consistent attention. When you're thinking about time in relation to your intention or goal, you can look at it from a few different perspectives. So let's go back to our example of drinking one gallon of water. You could say, I will get healthy by drinking one gallon of water by 6 p.m. daily. That timestamp gives you a finish line each day. Or you could say, I will get healthy by drinking one gallon of water a day for 30 days or until February 4th. Either way, you're giving yourself a finish line that is not only easy to identify, but also keeps you moving towards it. And this might be a good time to insert my opinion on how far out to set your goals. I believe a vision should be big. It should be one, three, or even five years in the future. But I believe that a goal should ideally be about 90 days or 12 weeks out. That way, you create a healthy sense of urgency with a finish line you can see. And you're not tempted to be the infamous hare in the tail where he takes a nap because he thinks he has plenty of time. And what happens? The tortoise ends up winning. In fact, inside the Redeem Her Time plan that I mentioned is coming soon, I'm going to walk you through how to build out a 12-week plan for your growth. So stay tuned. I is for important. This one should go without saying, except too often, it's not remembered. Your intention or goal needs to be important to you. How often have you set a goal out of obligation or expectation? In either case, it really didn't belong to you. It belonged to what someone else wanted or even to what you thought the culture at large expected. The problem with that is that when push comes to shove, when you wake up and don't feel like it, when you come up against an obstacle, when you don't see results for all the work you've put in, the buck stops with you. So if you don't have ownership of your goal or intention, it's easy to let it slip away or even purposely throw it down. <laughs> so make sure your goal is important to you in this season. It has to really matter. And I can't emphasize enough matter to you. And no, that's not selfish because I guarantee it will have a ripple effect into other areas of your life and the people you impact. So let's apply this to our get healthy goal. I will get healthy by drinking one gallon of water by 6 p.m. daily because it will give me more energy. Sounding stronger? Just wait, because it's gonna get better. C is for challenging. Too often, we set too small of a goal that doesn't require any more than we already have or know. Have you heard me talk about A goals, B goals, and C goals? Either way, this will help making our intentions or goals more challenging. So an A-type goal is one you know you can do because you've done it before. Take, for example, running a mile. Everyone had to do that as part of PE back in the day, so that that type of goal is not going to require much more than deciding and doing, of course. A B-type goal is one you think you can do because you can strategize based on things you've done before. So back to our running example, if one mile is the farthest you've gone, 
you can set a B type goal to run 3.1 miles, AKA a 5K. Sure, you've not run more than one before, but you can just take what you know to run one mile and do it more to get to three miles. Or go Google a great couch to 5K program. Again, it doesn't require you to think much differently, just maybe stick with it a little bit longer. But a C type goal, that's one you can only imagine right now because it's so far beyond anything you've ever done or could strategically map out. That would be like having only ever run one mile or maybe your 3.1 and declaring you're gonna run an ultra marathon of 100 miles. What? <laughs> Why in the world would anyone want to set a crazy goal like that? Now, it just hit me. This is the perfect place to insert a real life example that I am watching played out in my home right now. Exactly one year from today, my hubby will be in a rowboat. Yes, I said rowboat, but a technically advanced one, rowing 3,000 miles across the Atlantic Ocean with four other military veterans. It's estimated to take them around 50 days at sea and will involve thousands of hours on the rower in our basement and on the boat together with his teammates. Now, he's a strong guy, but this is way beyond anything he's ever attempted. So back to the question of why. Why would anyone row the Atlantic Ocean? Because he loves a challenge, a big challenge, one that requires him to test his physical and mental fortitude far beyond its limits. And he's doing it for a good cause, to raise funds, provide resources, and promote awareness for US military veterans in the area of mental wellness and suicide prevention. All I can say is wow. I'm inspired, but there's no way I would get in a boat. I told him I will meet him in Antigua when they land. And if you're interested in following his journey or helping to sponsor a mile or know someone who would, you can email me the word row to lissa at redeemhertime.com and I would love to send you the details. So back to the question we left off with, why would you want to set C-type goals? Because you become a different person in the process. For you, it may not be rowing the ocean with four dudes for nearly two months, but use the A, B, C type goal system to make sure your goals are at the right level of challenge for you. Not so challenging that you throw up your hands in defeat, but not so easy you don't have to grow as a person. So how in the world could we apply challenging to our get healthy goal? How about this? I will get healthy by drinking one gallon of water by 6 p.m. daily and add two extra ounces a day until I get to half my body weight in ounces because it will give me more energy. Not only is that the recommendation, but drinking that much will help you lose weight, I might add. So are you ready for our last part of the formula? K is for kingdom driven. This one won't make sense to someone who's not a believer, but I'm guessing that's not you if you're listening to this podcast. I save the best for last, not only because it starts with K, but because this is the one that really makes an intention or goal stick because it's connecting you to a bigger purpose. If you've gone through my program to write out your personal with God purpose statement and your vision, this is where you tie your intention or goal to something you believe God is calling you to do or to be. It needs to not only be an alignment, but drawing you in, drawing you closer to living out your God given purpose. When what you do in your everyday life has an eternal impact, Guaranteed you'll stick with it longer than the rest of the world. So let's add this element to our get healthy goal and really make it pack a punch. I will get healthy by drinking one gallon of water by 6 p.m. daily 
and add two extra ounces a day until I get to half my body weight in ounces because it will give me more energy so I can care for my spouse and kids the way God has called me to. How does that sound? I know it's long, but think about that goal out in front of you. And if you look at it this way, it will stick longer than just the general get healthy goal most people put out in front of them this time of year. Now, I know we just took a lot of time to talk through each one, but really the formula is very simple. So let's go back and review to be sure you have this down because I'm gonna give you some homework. To make your goals stick, they need to be sticky, specific, time-based, important, challenging, and kingdom-driven. Okay, are you ready for your assignment? I'm purposely using this four-part series to help you set, your, set up with your With God intentions for 2023, so they're sticky. So if you take the time to do the work, you will see the results. Take your With God vision for your life and write three intentions or goals for each area. Here are those eight areas again. Your faith walk, your family, your friendships, your service, your stewardship, your wellness, your passions, your dwelling. Now, before you get overwhelmed and do the math to realize that eight areas times three intentions equals 24 goals, Lissa. Okay, hold on. Let me give you a few pointers. Don't overthink it. Set aside a time block when you'll be undistracted and set yourself a five minute timer for each area. And I just want you to ask, what are three goals that come to mind? What are three things that you know would move you closer to who God wants you to be or what he wants you to do in that area? Chances are, they're goals you started but dropped in years past, or maybe something you keep saying someday you'll do, or maybe they're new things you've never even considered before. Write them down, even if they're not perfectly sticky yet. And if you can only come up with one or two in an area, leave blank spots for the rest, and then put your piece of paper or your journal or your notes app out where you'll see it. I often find it's the times I don't have a pencil in hand that I come up with my best ideas. So just add them later. And making them sticky may take you a few tries. That's okay too, because this is a learning process, my friend. And most importantly, pray. Ask God to direct your thoughts to the goals and intentions that will grow you into who he is calling you to be this year. And remember, if you're making these with God goals, you won't be doing it alone. He is way more than enough to do it. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Psalm 37, 4 through 5. Speaking of praying, may I pray for you? Dear God, thank you for this precious woman who has truly desired to delight herself so that her heart is in alignment with you. By your spirit, give her some holy downloads about what goals will move her towards the vision that she has created with you. May she truly commit these goals to you as her Lord and trust fully in you, knowing that you will act and be with her every step of the way. We can't wait to see what bigger things you have for us in 2023 when we set our goals and intentions with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, I can't wait to hear your three goals or intentions in each area. In fact, I've cleared out some space in my calendar this month to help you not only set your 2023 goals, but to make sure they stick because we want them to be sticky. So grab a 15-minute strategy session. It's my gift to you, and let's chat. You can go to redeemhertime.com forward slash call. And don't forget, I mentioned last week that you can now leave me a voice message over my website. 
So feel free to share a goal there and we'll work together to make it sticky. And of course, I'll drop all the links in the show notes. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need to do all he has called you to do. Focus on who and what matters most to redeem your time because you are here for such a time as this. Hey friend, before you go, were you touched by this episode? I pray it blessed you, challenged you, or grew you in a way that moves you to take action in your life. So what was the one thing that God laid on your heart today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a quick minute to leave a review right here in this platform? That way I know you're liking the show and it helps other busy faith-led women just like you find real life answers too. Plus, it just makes my heart smile. And if this podcast added value for you, before the crazy busy world creeps back in, would you share this episode with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough? And don't forget, grab your free guide to redeem your time in just five minutes. You'll need it for when you feel like you're going in a million directions, but not getting anywhere. Tell me where to send it at redeemhertime.com forward slash five. Of course, I'll drop all the links in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Be careful then how you live not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.